Welcome to another episode of the Illusions and Truth Show with Robert Scheinfeld. Welcome to another opportunity to exchange limiting and restricting lies, illusions, and stories for a direct and consistent experience of truth. Robert here. Welcome to another episode of Friday Q&As. Question that I've gotten an awful lot lately, so I figured I would finally address it since it came in from multiple people, is this. I am still not grasping the concept of Phase 2 and definitely not Phase 3. Is it possible for you to explain them in bite-sized details? What you talk about is mind-blowing in some ways, so it takes small incremental examples and steps for people to get it. Thank you very much. Let me say now, and I'll repeat it again at the end of this audio, if you want to get more information on Phase 1, Phase 2, and Phase 3, and go into a lot more detail than what's available here, there's a free ebook that is available on my website. And to download it, you just need to go to robertscheinfeld.com forward slash ebook, robertscheinfeld.com forward slash ebook. There's an opt-in form there where you need to give your name and your email address, but then you'll get instant access to this ebook that'll go into a lot more detail. Some of this I'm going to discuss in detail here, and some of it I'm going to be relatively brief on because <laughs> I could go on and on and on and on for hours, and that's beyond the scope of this audio. So, phase one, phase two, and phase three. I'm recording this audio for people who are completely new to the teachings that I share, And also, I know that there will be people listening who are familiar with the teachings that I share, and those people might be more curious about the difference between Phase 2 and Phase 3. So for those of you that fit that mold, uh, this first part's going to be same old, same old. (laughs) You already know it, but I am recording this for both audiences, so bear with me. I will get to the part that will probably be more interesting and useful for you. So, speaking in very general terms... In a model that I call the busting loose or the phase two teachings, I use as part of the model the fact that we are all here playing what I call the human game. And you have most likely, if you've studied anything that you'd call spiritual, new age, metaphysical, esoteric, whatever, you've probably heard a saying that's something like, we are spiritual beings here having a physical experience. And I completely agree with that, although I have a slightly, in some cases, and gigantic in other cases, different take on what spiritual being really means and what physical experience really means. But that statement is something that I agree with. And the model, the metaphor of a game is very, very useful in terms of looking at this human experience that we're all having, even though some people find that it's a little bit too superficial or it's not deep enough or whatever. My bias is it's plenty deep enough, and it's useful, and it's accurate. So, the human game, as I see it, to my bias, is divided into three phases. The spiritual being, just to use that terminology that you really are, that I have referred to in the past as consciousness, with a capital C, or expanded self, or in the latest teachings, the ultimate freedom teachings that I share, I refer to it as true creative essence as the label for who we really are. Who we really are is infinitely powerful. I mean, could snap its finger and create entire universes and planets and everything that we're aware of. Infinitely 
abundant, again, is capable of creating and experiencing absolutely anything that it wants. You could say infinitely wise or intelligent, you know, knows absolutely everything that there is to know about everything that we're aware of in the human experience and everything beyond that that we're not aware of. And lack of a better term, you could say infinitely joyous, infinitely peaceful, infinitely serene, whatever you want to call it as it relates to emotions. Uh, Who you really are, again, I'm going to use my current label, true creative essence, does not have a body, is not physical, but is the true source with a capital S and creator with a capital C of everything that is physical. Now you have to bear with some of the language I use here. My bias is the more deeply you go into truth with a capital T, the less words serve and the more flawed they are and the more they hopelessly fail to be accurate in describing things, but we do the best we can with the language that we have. So true creative essence, living in a fictional place that I humorously refer to as infinite land. <laughs> there is no such place, but that's just my label for who, who we really are, uh, where it lives. Again, I said bear with the language. Decided that it wanted to have an adventure, that it wanted to play and explore and express itself in a unique way, and wanted to have the experience of being opposite to who it really is in its natural state. So since the natural state of who we really are, true creative essence, is infinitely powerful as part of the human experience to explore limitation and restriction, the opposite of its natural state, there is the exploration of a variety of different ways of being powerless or not having enough power to do what you want or being at the mercy of forces beyond your control. Since the natural state of who we really are is infinite abundance, To experience the opposite of that as part of the human experience, what I now call the human story, there are a variety of experiences that I know (laughs) you know very intimately of varying forms of not being abundant, trying to become abundant and not being able to do it, trying to become abundant, being abundant for a while but not being able to hold on to it, and various kinds of struggles related to abundance of various kinds, most people focusing on financial abundance as it relates to abundance. But it includes other things, stuff and things and other kinds of experiences. People define abundance in different ways. Since who we really are is infinitely wise and intelligent, as part of the human experience, we play around with in varying ways of not being wise and not being intelligent, including being born as infants, that basically do not know anything and have to learn everything as they quote-unquote grow up. And since who we really are is infinitely joyous, infinitely happy, infinitely peaceful or serene, whatever you want to call it, the human experience is designed to create experiences the opposite of that, which is why so many of us have struggles with what we call negative emotions that we perceive as feeling bad and lousy and uncomfortable and painful. Now, this is the point of it. Even though these are things that we struggle with, we complain about, we don't like, we hate. If we had access to a magic genie and could have wishes granted, we would ask to have so many of these opposite to who we really are experiences go away, change or transform. But the whole point of the human experience, the whole point of the human game is that who we really are, the spiritual being that we really are, can have a whole bunch of experiences that it cannot have in its natural state, for the pure fun and joy of playing, exploring, and expressing itself creatively in a very unique way to its natural state. Again, I could go into a lot more detail about this. There is a lot more detail in the ebook that I mentioned, and I'll mention again at the end, and there is a lot more detail. 
in the true prosperity and abundance experience that I offer um, as a paid quote-unquote course experience that's available through my website. So in phase one of the human game, it's all about limitation and restriction. It's about experiencing all these different kinds of being opposite to who we really are experiences. And the metaphor that I'm fond of using to kind of um, describe this is imagine that who you really are, this infinite being, true creative essence, as I now call it, is the equivalent of the sun. You think about the sun, and you think about tremendous light and heat and power and energy. So it's a great metaphor. It's not perfect, but it's a great metaphor for describing who we really are, the spiritual infinite being that we really are, true creative essence. And then imagine that in order to have this human experience, where we experience in all these different ways being the opposite to who we really are, imagine that that's the equivalent of a very solid, very dense layer of cloud cover. Now, when we look at clouds in the sky, you know, they're wispy, they're smoky, you could put your hands through them, there's no solidity there. But for this metaphor, imagine that these clouds, the cloud cover is solid and dense, like steel or diamonds or some very, very, very hard substance, very difficult to get through. And it blocks out our experience of the sun. So for most people, not all people, and it changes for different people when they learn different things on our unique journeys, but for most people, the cloud cover blocks out memory of who we really are and certainly access to all the infiniteness of who we really are. And in the cloud cover is everything that convinces ourselves that we really are this human being and we really are limited and restricted and at the mercy of forces beyond our control and everything that is part and parcel of what we experience every day, being a human being, so to speak, instead of realizing who we really are, true creative essence, the spiritual being that we really are. So the cloud cover is put into place starting either, depending on how you look at it, when you're in the womb, before you're born, and then after you're born, the cloud cover starts being built. So in phase one, the cloud cover is built, layer after layer after layer of what I call lies, illusions, and stories are added until ultimately we believe that we really are this physical human, we really are at the mercy of these forces beyond our control, and we really are having this opposite experience with all knowledge of, in most cases, and all experience of who we really are being long gone, hidden away by this very solid, dense layer of cloud cover. So phase one is about building the cloud cover making it more and more solid, making it more and more dense, and locking into place the opportunity and the ability to experience not who we really are, but being the opposite of who we really are. So it's about building the cloud cover, locking it in, making it more and more dense, and then playing in this limited and restricted world, if you will, as this limited and restricted human being, instead of who we really are, and having this delicious experience as who we really are, perceives it, even though we do not perceive it that way, most of us, (laughs) most of the time. So that's phase one. It's about convincing ourselves that we are the opposite of who we really are and having all these unique experiences that are unique and completely opposite to the experience we have day in, day out in our natural state as a spiritual infinite being, again, what I call true creative essence. Now, there are some people who have this human experience, play this human game, And that's all they ever experience. Their whole lifetime is about what I just narrated. 
uh, playing in a world where they are this human and they don't know anything else and they're limited and restricted with the cloud cover locked into place. Uh, If it matters to you, my father is an example of that. My mother is an example of that. My brother is an example of that. And there are a lot of people that I know, the parents of my kids and other people, that their whole story, their whole game, their whole experience is about phase one dynamics, as I call it. And they never move beyond that. But as part of the game, there is the opportunity to have a different experience. And that's where phase two comes in. In phase one, everything that happens to you is designed to support the building and locking in of the cloud cover and you having these limiting and restricting and opposite experiences to who you really are. In phase two, that completely reverses. And everything that happens in your life day to day is about systematically continuing the metaphor going into the cloud cover with a set of what I call drilling tools and drilling tunnels through this very solid, dense cloud cover. And as you're drilling the tunnels through the solid, dense cloud cover, you're receiving a guided tour of how that cloud cover was built in your own unique situation, how you as a unique person was convinced that you're the opposite of you, who you really are and experienced your own variations of restriction, limitation, being the opposite to who you really are, the unique things that were part of your human experience as a unique individual, if you will, bear with the language, and you get a guided tour of how all of that happened as you're drilling through the cloud cover, and then ultimately holes get poked, a little bit of sun starts to shine in, the tunnels get widened, more tunnels get drilled metaphorically, more holes get poked, more and more sun shines in, and and everything that the sun shines in on transforms. And you have an experience that still involves limitation and restriction because the human experience is always about that compared to the infiniteness of who we really are. For example, if you have a physical body, it's a limitation and a restriction. If you wear clothing, it's a limitation and a restriction. If you travel by car or bicycle or bus or train or airplane, it's a limitation and a restriction. If you compare it to teleporting or snapping your finger, you know, and instantly being somewhere else. If you have to have a floor in your house, that's a limitation and a restriction. So the human experience always includes a certain amount of limitation and restriction. But what happens after you knock out enough cloud cover that I'll get to more in a minute when we talk about phase three is that you're able to play the human game, have the human experience, but play it in a radically different way, experience it in a radically different way, and have, let's say, lack of a better term, fewer limits and restrictions than you did in phase one. And I'll talk much more about phase three in a minute. So again, to repeat, phase one is about building the cloud cover. It's about locking it in. It's about making it dense. And it's more and more dense and having a whole bunch of experiences for however many years that lasts of being opposite to who you really are, experiencing different forms of limitation and restriction. Phase two is the drilling operation, where again, in my sphere of influence, using four specific tools, you systematically undermine the structural integrity of the cloud cover. You drill tunnels, you poke holes, you knock out chunks. When you do that, which is why, to me, the sun and clouds metaphor is so powerful, is that if the sun is there and it's just blocked by these layers of of cloud cover, just like if you're on the beach and you're feeling the sun, and all of a sudden a bunch of clouds roll in, it appears to get darker and cooler. 
The sun hasn't gone anywhere. It hasn't lost any of its power, its heat, or its light, or its energy. It's just blocked from your experience by the sunshine, or it's blocked from your experience by nighttime, or it's blocked from your experience by an eclipse or something. But the sun's always there. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't disappear. It doesn't lose any of its essence. So the minute you knock out the cloud cover, the sun's just sitting there on the other side, and it will naturally stream through. And whatever it streams through, it transforms, and we have the opportunity to have a radically different experience. So phase two is all about what I call the drilling operation. And if you've come to this audio having read Busting Loose from the Money Game or Busting Loose from the Business Game or been involved with some of the earlier teachings that talked about this model and the tools, I only talked about phase one and phase two. And at the time, the way I saw it, Phase two was about drilling and about playing in the sunshine. So there was only phase one and phase two. And then when I ultimately began to experience more and more sunshine myself, after embracing that model, using those tools for many, many years, and knocked out a huge amount of cloud cover, the experience that I had playing in the sunshine was so radically different from the drilling operation that I thought to myself, no, I can't bundle these two together and call them phase two I need to break out the final thing, call it phase three, just to continue the language there. And that's the playing in the sunshine. So after you have used the tools and you have systematically knocked out however much cloud cover is part of your story, your journey to knock out, you then have the opportunity to make the leap into phase three, which I also call ultimate freedom. Ultimate freedom and phase three are synonyms. Phase three I use because, again, I talked about phase one and phase two in the earlier teachings, and so it made sense to coin the term phase three. But ultimate freedom is a more accurate term because phase three doesn't mean anything. But ultimate freedom, those words really describe what the experience of playing in the sunshine really is. So in phase three, when you knock out enough cloud cover, you still stay here. You don't become enlightened or illuminated or whatever else it is, and then game over, you leave. That's certainly something that happens. (laughs) Not very much, but it happens. But you stay here, you continue to play the human game, you continue to participate with the human experience, but you experience it, as I said, in a radically different way with fewer limitations and restrictions. And the only limitations and restrictions that continue in phase three, and they do continue, that, that continue when ultimate freedom is awake, which is my language for that, another uh, synonym, another way of describing phase three, playing in the sunshine. The only limits and restrictions that remain are the ones that make it possible for you to play a really fun game that you can really enjoy. Now, let me give you an example of what I really mean by that. Let's take the example of the game of tennis. Tennis is played on a court, and the court is a certain size. And the court has a net, and there's in play on the court, and there's out of play on the court. So there's limitations and restrictions, and there's rules, and you are limited and restricted. You have to play on this court. You have to get the ball over the net. When you serve in tennis, you get two opportunities to hit the ball into a certain box, which is another limitation restriction, which is called in when you're serving. And so there's all kinds of limitations and restrictions to the game of tennis. But people who play tennis and people who love playing the game of tennis don't complain about that because those limitations and restrictions make it possible to play a really unique game and have a really fun experience with it. 
Same thing is true of any other game that you play, whether it's sports or it's some other kind of a game. Again, the human body is a limitation and a restriction, but it makes it possible to have all kinds of extraordinary experiences. Having to travel walking or running or by car or train or bicycle or airplane or whatever else it is is a limitation and a restriction, but it creates the opportunity for extraordinary and unique experiences, which is what this human experience is all about. So limitation and restriction don't go away in phase three, but it all gets recalibrated. (laughs) It all shifts. And the only limitations and restrictions that remain are those that make it possible for you to play a unique game in a unique way and have a blast doing it, which is the big difference. Even though there's still limitations and restrictions in phase three, when ultimate freedom is awake, when you're playing in the sunshine, the perception of it, the experience of it, the way you see it with a capital S, meaning the truth of it is as an extraordinary experience that you're loving every second of. And I get that that may seem completely impossible or unrealistic or whatever else to you, or maybe it doesn't, but that's what it's all about. So again, the human experience is all about who you really are, having an experience that it cannot have in its natural state, living in infinite land. (laughs) And it's about having experiences that are opposite to its natural state, Phase one is the uh, building of the cloud cover, the locking in of limitation and restriction and playing completely limited and restricted. Phase two is the drilling operation where that reverses and everything that happens to you is about knocking out cloud cover. And then phase three is about playing the human game, playing in the sunshine, having the human experience, but experiencing everything, everything in a radically different way that is perceived as pure fun, pure joy, pure exhilaration, pure adrenaline rush, whatever you want to call it, all the time, no matter what's happening. So that's my quick (laughs) overview of phase one, phase two, and phase three. I hope that that makes it clear to uh, the people that asked the question and anybody else listening. I hope it clarifies for those of you that already knew about phase one and phase two, what phase three means to me, why I coined the term. And again, phase three Ultimate freedom and playing in the sunshine are all the same thing. It's just different language. And the current language that I use is ultimate freedom. And I call the journey into that being the dominant experience, if you will, bear with the language, as being the awakening of ultimate freedom. You could also call it making the leap into phase three, uh, beginning to play in the sunshine, doesn't matter. But the language that I use now more often than not is ultimate freedom and the journey being the awakening of ultimate freedom. Again, if you want to know more about this, robertscheinfeld.com forward slash ebook, where you can give your name and your email address and opt in, and you'll get immediate access to an ebook that'll go into a lot more detail on what I sketched out here. And so if you go to my website or you enroll in some of the free trainings and different things that I offer, what you will see is at the moment of this recording, which is in March 2016, If you go, for example, to my website and you go to, you click on the store link up top and you then go to online experiences, you'll see that there are three that are available. There's the true prosperity and abundance experience, which is the most robust um, teaching and training and experience that I offered along the lines of everything I've talked about here. Phase one, phase two, phase three, the tools how to knock out the cloud cover, um, using the tools, all those kinds of things, which is what I first used myself. 
And then after I knocked out an awful lot of cloud cover, embracing what's in the true prosperity and abundance experience using those tools, I then began to have all kinds of different experiences of sunshine as ultimate freedom was slowly but surely awakening. And so I then created the forever free from negativity experience, which is what it's like to play in the sunshine as it relates to emotions and feelings. And then you'll see that there's the ultimate freedom experience, which was the ultimate destination for my journey, the end point of the teaching, the completion of my journey, and, um, and how to knock out you know, the rest of the cloud cover, in, in many cases, at a much more accelerated rate, and be able to play in the sunshine and what that really means, and a variety of guidance and help and support in order to make that leap to awaken ultimate freedom and to be able to play in phase three of the human game, phase three of the human experience. And so the true prosperity and abundance experience is, is about phase one and phase two, drilling through the cloud cover, knocking it out. It lays the foundation and then supports you for the drilling operation. Ultimate freedom is what took me Uh, the final leg of my journey into phase three, into ultimate freedom, being fully awake, into playing in the sunshine all the time, and and having it be perceived as an exhilarating, extraordinary story and adventure no matter what's going on, as I mentioned before. So on that note, I'll remind you again, if you're new to the teachings, robertscheinfeld.com forward slash ebook. The free ebook has a lot more detail on it. I hope that you've enjoyed this, found it interesting and supportive. If you did, I ask that you share a comment if, the, if there's that possibility. Wherever it is that you access this audio, that you share it with other people that you know or care about, if you found value from it or you think that they might. And on that note, I will just say, as usual, <laughs> my typical close, thanks very much for listening. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Hope you did too. I'll say bye-bye for now. I'll look forward to our next form of contact, whatever shape that takes. Okay, I admit it. I am a man on a mission, and my mission is to facilitate what I call the awakening of ultimate freedom in as many life stories for people around the world as possible. And I'd love to help you too. If you'd like to discover more about the Ultimate Freedom Teachings, I created a special free training for you that is delivered by both email and video that I'd love to share with you. To get immediate access, visit my website, robertscheinfeld.com forward slash training, robertscheinfeld.com forward slash training. That completes another episode of the Illusions and Truth Show with Robert Scheinfeld. 